You're listening to the Pre-PTs in Motion podcast, an audio experience to hear prospective students' journey to grad school. I'm Brenton. And I'm Warren. And I'm Karen. And we are three pre-physical therapy students on the journey to being accepted into physical therapy school. This is the podcast where we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly about the process of an applicant. We dive in by sharing our passions and health our own active lifestyle, and speak with positive advocates in various communities, students, and healthcare professionals. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Pre-PTs in Motion. What's up? (laughs) What's going on, y'all? How's everyone doing? Doing good. Doing good. Good, good. Uh, So Karen, what is next on the agenda? Yes, so for today's agenda, we are starting our mini-series where we will talk about our undergrad experiences and reflecting a little bit about on our GPA. So um, this is our way to reflect back on our undergrad experiences, stuff that did work and didn't work. Um, It's also a a way for, for you guys to understand who we are as students um, and what steps are we taking now. Um, and overall, just allowing us to be um, open up and be more vulnerable to you guys who are listening. Yep. For this podcast series, two members of Pre PTs and Motion Crew will be putting a member on the hot seat. Da 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 da. Let's get down to the question. So, Warren, first question What was your college experience like? Um, my college experience, um, it's, it's so, I mean, I can say it was chill, um, in a way where, um, as a student, I was a, just like get to class and then get, get back home. I think the first two years was like that. And, um, I think I mentioned earlier that I was a chemistry student at the time. And so, uh, the first two, I was still, I think I was still adjusting to, uh, being a commuter, so I commute. I commuted from from home to school and then going back. And sometimes I would spend the whole day at on campus. To be to be honest, um, but I think for a, it, it was pretty much chill. I, I I didn't really wasn't too. I don't think I was very active of like when it comes to clubs, you know, like things like that. I think it was just, just going to school and going back home, getting things done having fun. Um, I, I, yeah, that was, that was just pretty much well, it. So I know you mentioned that you previously were a chemistry major. What was your toughest class at that time? Um, I think the toughest class when I was a chem major was, to be honest, it, it was, it was, um, it was chemistry alone, general chemistry. I, I think college level chemistry is obviously different from, you know, high school. I really, I honestly, I, before entering college, I really loved chemistry. I actually was inspired to, you know, I was inspired by, you know, a chem teacher in high school and I, and I went for it and I thought chem, chem would be a good fit, but I think why I was having troubles with um, college classes because I didn't understand exactly how to study I didn't have a structure um I think transitioning from high school to to college was 
was is a, is a game changer because in high school you have you have structure and obviously the the level of you know the level of uh learning something's different right from high school to college is very but I, I think what it was is that knowing how to study um i didn't quite quite ho quite hone in properly which which, okay. led, which led to like having tough classes um has your has the toughest class changed as of now compared to when you were an undergrad um i think i think now it's it's not about uh whether um a class is tough i think it's it's i think it's the point where how can i dedicate myself for at least one to two hours um or even three or four hours a day and really stay on task is where i need to uh where i need to really excel at i think it it's it it's not about to be quite honest it's not about like having a tough class or saying that it is a tough class it's just for me it was more sitting down on my desk um having a struct being structured with my time and and really studying those so what was your favorite class in undergrad favorite class mm. i think when i tr i think when i uh transition from chem to kinesiology i think things got a little more interesting um uh i would say obviously the gym the the easy gym classes were something i w w this this loved because it's more interaction um you know uh um weightlifting classes like easy stuff like that and then obviously i think um I, what i really liked was biomechanics hmm because um i think at that time i was more engaged with um other um students i think at that time i think i took bio biomechanics was like my last i think my my third year or my fourth year um and so i think i was more engaging to like students to meet meet with them after after classes and stuff like that so and just learning um, learning how to, uh, uh, I don't know, just like how to connect with, with others in projects, stuff like that. So I think biomechanics really, um, really made it fun. Okay. Uh, what about now? Has anything changed as of with biomechanics being your favorite class? Uh, I think, yeah, I think, well, right now I'm, I'm post 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 um how do you, what do you what do you call myself how do i call myself like I post, like post grad uh post undergrad i guess post undergrad i guess um mm -hmm. so i think it's still biomechanics um okay. other classes i i think it was like um i had a, i'm not sure if y'all had classes called i had um therapeutic exercise was pretty fun um i know like some courses in grad school and for pt school they'll have therapeutic exercise as one of their uh classes so in, so it's like going back to grad going back to those classes again but um i think the fun classes that i excelled in were 
were definitely cl classes that had to do a lot with interaction with other students. Um, the, the classic book work where you're doing stuff on your own were, were something I really struggled on because that's, that's something that I didn't excel at because I didn't have that, have a strict structure to study. So um, things, again, like the things I, I really uh, excelled in that were fun were just the student interaction with other people. I think that's why kinesiology was, was, was great because you, you either you do hands-on stuff, um, you collaborate, obviously, um, and, and it's all about movement. You know, I think yeah. your classes are like that. So I think those were my fun classes. Cool, man. Uh, same here. I, I mean, I love biomechanics as well. I think that's kind of like why all of us are going into, <laughs> you know, physical therapy. One of the many reasons why we're going into it. Um, so transition into another question. If you were to describe the mindset you were in the first two years in college, what were you thinking at the time? Uh, the first two years of college, I was very, I think I was just, I was, I mean, I was obviously trying to figure things out. Um, the first two years, just very quiet. I'm right now what I'm trying to do is really, just really think how I, how I was. Um, I think I was very quiet, to be honest. I just went through classes, got things done. Um, yeah, I think that was that was it. What did you like to do when you were in college? Uh, what I like to do? Um, explore. One of them was exploring. I, I, what I remember was I explored a lot in terms of like my own campus. So like I, I went to San Francisco State, right? So uh, SF State is really cool because like they had like just um, just a lot, a lot of places to explore. Um, I think it's 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 not as big of a campus, but there's still a lot of things to do. Um, for me, there are, there are a lot of times where I would just like walk around and just see what's out there. Um, the places I would really hang out for for y'all who are listening, if you guys are SSA students, like I used to hang out a lot at uh, either the Cesar Chavez, um, I think that's what it's called, Cesar Chavez area. Um, it's like a quad area. I think a lot of campus have, have they have like a quad area. So that would be my hangout spot. Um, another spot I would would be at um, SSA had like an arcade, believe it or not, they had an arcade spot and a in a pub they had like a like where you can drink i wasn't drinking <laughs> i was i was hanging out in the mornings with with friends like either playing playing cards stuff like that i think my first two years were uh not real not really uh being that social but just very just being just exploring you know um mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think that like there's a lot of stuff that you can do on campus that's what i love being on campus especially as an undergrad too. It's like, yeah. there's so much to explore and there's always something new to find, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. Agreed. Um, so when you were undergrad, did you, what was your GPA like? So my first two years, I actually did pretty well. I, I, I mean, every semester I would get at least a 3.0 um, for the first, two years I think what happened 
was uh, when things got I, I think what happened after that was not having a strategy so str being strategic meaning like um, when it comes to like GE GE classes like um, things the the classes that really suffered with, with were um, history history wasn't a wasn't a thing for me but I, I for some reason I just kept on taking history classes after that <laughs> even the second time around I, I don't know is this is this um oh uh, hold on what was the question again <laughs> oh you're good so um you mentioned you finished undergrad with the low gpa okay. what started to bring the grades down and how did you turn the wheels to raise it up uh you pretty much you pretty much knocked it out uh i was i would probably ask more to explain to the listeners you know how did you turn the wheels to raise up your gpa um, I think the turning point for me, um, really realizing that, oh, yo, you're not a 3.0 anymore. Like, what are you, mm -hmm. what are you going to do? I think what happened, the turning point was, um, have really having a really, a really tight group of people who really cared for you. Right. Um, I think my, uh, when I was a kinesiology student, um, there was a group of students that I was were, was really fond of. Where I we were like, you know, after after class, we would you know go to a specific spot where we would study. You know, um, even if we're if we if we're not really studying, we would hang out, talk about either you know, either what we're doing, just life in general, or or this, this professor is like being our butts, you know, it's like, you know, so like, we're just, so like, I think what, what really helped was have, having a certain group of people to make me realize that, look, so your, your grades are suffering. What are, what are you going to do about it? I think for, for like, for some advice for like students that I think it's, it's very dangerous to go through college when you don't have a support system, you don't have the right people to really help you to make the transition from, from after graduating. Right. So I got that very late, even though I had advisors throughout my years, advisors weren't, weren't enough because I mean, they're, their advisor. I mean, for my advisor was this, was there for me, um, help me just to, to make sure that I graduate or what, what are the few steps I can do after graduation, after getting my undergrad? I think, mm -hmm. I think what really helped me more was, um, having a certain group of people to make me realize, okay, so I want to become a physical therapist. So what do I, how do I do that? For, for some reason, I wasn't, I wasn't telling that to my advisor. I don't know why, what, I don't know if it was because I was shy or I just didn't, I wasn't thinking that at the time, but, but to have like an, like a more, I don't know, more candid, candid um, conversations with your, with someone else about it, you know, um, really helped me realize like, look, okay. Like PT schools are, are not going to get you in with this GPA. So, 
what do I need to do after? So again, it was the people that you surround yourself. Okay. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Because, uh, you know, my experience with that, I, I went to when I was in college, I kind of just went to college, wanted to play football and party. <laughs> <There was no laughs> yeah. Party, party, party. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's probably what left to my demise early in my career. But um, it, as far so let, me, as, let me also add something too. I mean, um, when I was in like, when I was in college, man, I would go to like open for me, it was like, yeah, obviously partying and stuff like that. I had my, I had my share of that, but um, also it was like when I'm, when I had like breaks in between, I, I mean, I was at the library at times. Um, I, I really took pride on SF state's, SF, SF state's uh, resources when it comes to their, cause they have this really awesome library at the time. Uh, I mean, they still have it. Um, uh, so places where you can study and really just, um, so yeah, I think things that I was doing were, were either like going to, to the library or even, or just having fun. Um, and also like, for me, it was like physical activity. Okay. Let me, are there like open gyms? So I was either like watching, um, soccer games, basketball games. I was also like, uh, going to open gyms for basketball. So, I mean, I was just having fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you're supposed to do. Uh, yeah, right? Probably just like a nice balance in it. I also wanted to add, like, you saying that, like, you needed, like, those people to help you be accountable with um, us, uh, this pre-PTs in motion crew. I don't think things could be like it is without – all of us, you know, picking each other up when we need yeah. to be picked up. So all of us being accountable for, you know, one another. Um, anybody else got anything to chime in on to this? Before yeah, I definitely just a support system is what we need as students. Yeah. Um, number one. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so like ours now. Just like ours right now. <laughs> let's move on to the next question this might be <laughs> this might be a hard hitter okay it's gonna might have you thinking a little bit so if you're an advisor trying to reach students who might not know where they want to go right now they might be lost in in their situation um how would you um man that's tough um i think so if I were an advisor, how would I reach, reach out to students? I mean, first off, let me tell you the, uh, the biggest mistake to do is to, if you're an advisor, I wouldn't be going just doing, going through your job by just going to your office, waiting for students. So what are you, what are advisors, what, what, as advisors, what are we doing actively mm-hmm. reach out? So if you're an advisor for a specific department, so like for me, let's say kinesiology, right? So what are you doing? This is it really, I'm, I get fired up because it's, I don't, because it hurt my experience because I felt like the advisor are just, they go to their office, stay there and wait for one student to another student for them to ask to, for ask for, for them to ask for help. I think, I don't know what, what are changes like as states doing, man, I'm putting, I'm putting as on blast. I'm sorry. 
but but I'm sure there's a lot of students, <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of colleges yeah. that even right now during this pandemic, what are advisors doing to actively searching for their students? So I really hope that, you know, they're making some active choices in terms of like making something fun for, or um, I don't know, just ways to, to find, I mean, right now, uh, our, our, our platform, um, we're reaching out to, to a lot of students right now. So why can't uh, mm. advisors do the same thing for, for their students? Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll be, I would, I would work my butt off and be active as hell to reach out to students who, cause like that, that, that really, I'll tell you one thing that really um, scares me. If I'm an advisor, I, I would be scared. Like saying, I would ask what if questions like, what if I'm not reaching enough students right now? Right. What if I'm not reaching, like I'm not using my potential to reach this many students to help them out after grad, after undergrad. Right. So I think that's, that, I think that's what helped. That's what um, didn't help me where I, I mean, obviously as a student, it's your responsibility. I understand that, but I, it, it's also on the other side is like, what are advisors and other, other resources doing to reach out? You know? Um, yeah. I, I mean, if I think about it in a sense, like as much as our passion is to become doctors of physical therapy and when we become doctors of physical therapy, like our passion is to be able to help others, you know, get back to, doing the everyday activities of living, um, just being happy with themselves um, and recovering from injury and retaining them with, you know, exercise programming and stuff like that. Uh, I think just that can kind of translate into counselors, you know, having a passion for what they do. Like what, what led to the burnout and to where you did not want to go out to help others the way that you inspired to when you were getting your education in this uh, program? Um, closing thought. <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to ask you guys too. Um, um, what do you think is a good helpful way for advisors to reach out to students who just don't, because th there's going to be students where they just want to get by mm -hmm. right? and just take the classes that they need. But what exactly are they going to do after is, you know. Yeah, to, yeah to, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they might do something like pre-PT grind and, <laughs> 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 and have something like that where they build a course online outside of school and um, you know, students have the option to reach out and like, oh, okay, let me take this course. Let me yeah. learn these skills that the counselor is teaching me um, mm -hmm. and, and try to put that um, foot forward towards, in li towards life. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, there's different kinds of counselors, right? There's the general counselors and then there's the major like the yeah. within your majors, yeah. right? So I feel like within your major, I feel like that's actually a great opportunity for them to reach out 
to that particular group of students. It's not like broad, right? So it should be a lot easier to reach out to them. Maybe host like a in like a in class event, maybe, or maybe drop by some of the classes and let the students know that they're you know their doors are open and that they can talk to them, reach out to them if they need any help, right? Yeah. So that just just taking that first step to reach out to students, I feel yeah. like is essential. Yep. Um, Warren, how would you empower them and give clarity as an advisor? Oh, so so you brought <laughs> you you said something really really awesome. So you mentioned about pre PT grind. Um, wouldn't this be a game changer for advisors to create their own like some sort of module mm -hmm. uh, for uh, like, I don't know if it could be a mandatory module, but wouldn't we, wouldn't we be a game changer for advisors to create some sort of module or some sort of uh, video series of like, just being more clear on what each student, what, what do they want to do after, right? Mm -hmm. Or what do they want to get to after, after undergrad? So like, that would be a game changer right now would would really really help um a lot of students you know i think um i think for the past years where it's this traditional sense that oh you just it's all about the students you know they they should make the make that make that move um it's their decision it's their responsibility but i think it, it goes both ways and I think one one of the ways would be be great if there would be some sort of like um, I think just a better way to reach out and a better way to uh, to really um, man wouldn't it be awesome that they could reach out to every single student in their department yeah. wouldn't that be awesome that that would be awesome. I, I think about like the time living in fact. I hope they're listening. I hope they're listening. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they should <sure>. be listening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is, is, is that, is that um, all, all you have on um, how you would empower the students if you were an advisor and give them clarity? So, um, so yeah, definitely. If it was some sort of making them more empowered was is to really um, uh, have a better structure of whether it's a different format if they it, if students have a hard time getting to their advisor at least have a better better way if you cannot can, if you cannot reach them one-on-one -on -one, okay but there's got to be a better way to maybe create maybe create a mini course or something um for 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 a specific department so they have an idea what they can do after um instead of like waiting after grad school and fi figuring it out for three years, what's the, what's the game plan? So that's what happened to me where I, I was still kind of lost of what the actual plan was. Like I kind of knew we're like, okay, I graduate from, from SF state. Maybe I'll just take a few classes, retake classes, but that's all I knew at the time. Right. I actually for, in fact, my first two semesters after grad school, after undergrad, that's all, that's all I did. And, and also being a PTA for at least more than two years. Um, that's all I did, but I, I think this needs to be a better, better way of doing things where, um, 
they, they they're more clear on something more quicker mm-hmm. after after undergrad. Agree, I agree. I I believe everything could get you know improved, and it might happen in in time, especially with the you know the new generations and the new technology that we have. But let's move on to the next question, Warren. Um, as a low GPA student, we we are all faced it with different setbacks and difficulties. Can you recall and explain to us one of your toughest challenges you have faced? Um, so I think the toughest challenge would be um, I think it was, it's, it's also, it's uh, like a class that I failed for the mm. first time or, um, and really, and you have no choice but to take it again. Mm-hmm. You're, um, I think what I was feeling, if it was a course I took the second time or even the third time, um, the shame, the shame that I had, you know, I was, it made me more, uh, more quiet. Mm. it made me more sit you know i was like all right let me just sit in the back mm-hmm. you know like so, so this is a student who's who's already taking the first time around let the other students have their chance like what's so special about me like you know mm-hmm. things like that um it, so i think the, the difficulty was um i, I don't think i was em- embracing or or anything like that where um I told anyone that I'm taking this the second time around or third time around. I think it was, I think one of the, the, the challenges were um, reaching out to a professor immediately saying, Hey, like this is my third time taking this um, without feeling embarrassed, you know, like, or this is my second time taking this. Like wh- how, what I just, I just want to know how can I improve or be, be successful in your course you know i think the difficulty was not saying anything earlier that was my challenge you you were mentioning um that taking a class multiple times and you know you fully embracing it um what did you learn what did you learn from that challenge what did that challenge teach you um i can give you uh, a specific uh a specific example um it was when uh i think my first my last few semesters i took uh a neuro a neuro like a basic neuro an introduction 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 uh neuro course um neuromuscular or something like that i can't i can't recall what it was but um i took it for the second time i think i got like a d or something and then the second time around i got a b Let's go. Cool. Yeah. yeah, and I think what to your question, uh, your question was again, like how I over- overcame. Yeah. So so yeah, how you overcame it? What think, lesson did you learn? I think part of it was just to not think about it. Think about the past. Like, oh, I took it the first time around. Why didn't that like? Like you're, you're, um, I don't know what's the word, but like you're, you're, you're constantly thinking about your past that, that you failed. Right. 
Yeah. And, and this is a new, this is new. So like, so I think, um, well, what I had to do was ignore the fact that I failed and just focus on the now. Yeah. And just keep going. So like, so, and, and also understand what went, what, what went wrong the first time around mm-hmm. and what can I, what can I change the second time around? I think the second time around, I was more engaged. I was more like more, I was more hustling to get the grades I wanted. Um, yeah, I just, I, I think the biggest lesson I learned was to keep going no matter if you fail or not is to, it's just to uh, just put your best effort and that's all you can do. Exactly. I mean, you perfectly explained, explained it. I would always, I would, always say the same thing just always do your best always um so that's it for my round of questions but karen is gonna ask you some questions and we'll see how you do on this hot seat all right yes my round of questions lauren um you're doing really great by the way um yeah okay so on to our next um question so you know as students um, in our undergrad experience and gone through a lot of things. Um, what was the most valuable lesson you learned from your undergrad experience? Um, I think, uh, I think I mentioned it before too. Uh, it's never give up. How, how cli- it's, you know, it's cliche, and, but it's true. You know, um, it, I can't, we, we, we just can't say that college is a breeze. Um, there's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be tough times and, you know, you have to constantly tell yourself that, Hey, like, don't give up. Um, especially for those classes that I took second time around, third time around, uh, forever, whatever the reason was, if it was a requirement, you know, I had this mentality where like, Oh, well, I just got to take it again. <laughs> I mean, that, what else can you say to yourself? I mean, um, I don't think I was that person where I, I cried about it, not literally, but like saying like, Oh, what am I going to do? Um, I think at that time I was like, Hey, I, I have to do it. I have to, I have to get through this class. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no way around it. Right. So I think the most valuable again, lesson is, is honestly just, just do not give up. Um, and just realize that it is a challenge for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yep. I can, we can all totally relate to that um, mm-hmm. answer. Um, so, yeah, you know, as low GPA students and having to retake all these classes again. Um, so my next question is, how have you handled your failures? And, um, or how did you handle it, all those pressures you get from others as well as yourself? Um, Okay. So, um, so if I, if I failed at so I'm just re- I'm reflecting back, if I failed at something, um, I w- I mean, I'm just thinking about my initial reaction. Obviously, I was really angry at myself, or even times times I'm, I'm sad, even though I knew the reason why. It's either because I obviously didn't put put enough effort. Or not knowing that I really had 
not not knowing a better structure to study right mm -hmm. um so how have i handled it just again just having that mentality where like hey i if um i just got to keep keep going even though i failed at a test or something i have to still keep going i just just to continue right right, right. Yep. Yeah. We have all these pressures around us within ourselves too is the most, I think it's scary thing, you know, in our head, we constantly think about our past experiences and you just got to really like go over and push forward. And so just a follow up question with that, like, um, how do you define success and how do you define failure? How would you define it? I know everyone has a different answer for this. So this is a really good question and to see what you define it as. Um, how I would define success. I think for me, success in, in my experience is that you continue, you just con you, you continue doing what you have to do. It's the, it's the ability, it's the ability to continue to moving forward and that's how it was all through my undergrad experience um the times where you know i had tough tough presentations or the tough the, the times that i had um really um um the students that i collaborated that gave gave me a hard time uh where i was singled out you know yeah i had those tough moments and there were times where like I told him, hey, I can't do this. I even told, there were times where I told the professor, like, hey, I can't do this, I can't do this presentation because of this reason, blah, blah, blah. But then I, I remember that um, one specific moment where I did tell the professor on that day of the presentation that um, where um, the time where I was kind of singled out <laughs> and I had to do the presentation by myself for, for other reasons, but anyways, the, the point is to continue uh, and really believe in yourself that you can do it for, you can do it for yourself mm -hmm. and, and no one else. Right. Um, even for the people that who are not supporting you, you have, the only person that you have to rely on is yourself. Mm -hmm. And at that, that specific example is when I learned it is that I don't have to really, I mean, obviously you have to collaborate with your, with people, but there are times where there's going to be um, an un unsuccessful collaboration. And, and, and so and how can you push on full forward to, to still do well, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. How about failure? How do you, how would you define failure? Uh, I think my definition of failure is not, it's the opposite. I mean, it's the opposite of, of not continuing, not, 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 uh, uh, I think it's giving up what you just, what you started. Mm. I think, yeah. So again, feel, I think for me, failure was giving up and like really giving up. It's like not even, not even like, even like thinking about it, just giving up. Hey, like, this is hard. Forget it. I'm out. All right. Yeah. And um, so, yeah um just a little follow-up question to that um would you say your gpa is a good indicator of your success 
Not at all. I think I really excelled my last two years of undergrad fairly well. Um, I, I really think GPA is not the definition of who you, who a person is, who, who was a student is. Um, I think you have to definitely have to take into account of um, other, I mean, other parts of how our students are being successful. Like for me, um, what I excelled in was really, was um, I think, one of them was to, um, how to say, it, voice out, um, in terms of like like doing a presentation, just being out there, put yourself out there. Um, what else? So other other things that didn't make uh, that's not part of my number. Um, I think it's the it's definitely the communication part. Um, how you communicate with others, um, that needs to be uh, a big part of seeing that from students, not just the, the GPA number. Right. Um, yeah, I, that's all I got right now. Yeah, I know, because like, you know, as low GPA students, we, we are basically kind of like tagged with our number, right? And so we struggle with that. Like we struggle with that a lot. It's like there people see it, but there's definitely other ways that you like success can be defined. And it's and I love that how you explained that to us, yeah. um, Warren. Because I just want to let everyone know out there that like your GPA is not like it doesn't define you as a person. It's just a number, first of all. And there's like like people want to get to know you a little bit better. So like just giving yourself out there to whatever like project if we got school or to friends or family. It's, mm -hmm. it's just that, you know, yeah, I think, yeah. I think uh, what's, uh, <laughs> you see, sorry, I'm laughing right now because I see uh, Brenton's awesome dog right now. And that, <laughs> um, but what I want to say is that it's, yes, that's true that it's, it's obviously not the number, but we need to think more. We need to see, uh, students on a whole new level in terms of like of other ways of their of, of them being successful like mm -hmm. even extracurricular activities like running or something uh, events obviously events that means a lot to that student why well why does in um an autism autism speaks walk wh why are you doing this? are you just doing it for fun like what what's what's uh mickey doing that type of event what's why are you so passionate for doing that event um this is just an example um also um the, the, i mean uh, some of us are personal trainers right so we we excel in a different way you know being a personal tra trainer does not does not like it has nothing to do with your gpa mm -hmm. Being a personal trainer has to do with how you how you uh, do one-on-one -on -one sessions, or how do you get your your either client or someone to go from A to B successfully? What are the steps for that, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, and that has nothing to do with your GPA, right? 
Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. It's, it's all about communication. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's all I got. Communication and taking action. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so another question that I have here is, um, what experiences have contributed most to your develop, development now as a current student? Um, I think one of them is being, you know, being vulnerable right now to um, talk, talk in front of y'all and, and knowing that this will be, uh, um, be distributed to tons of people. I, I mean, you know, so just, um, just that I think because, because I am vulnerable in this aspect and, you know, showcasing like who I am and saying that, oh, and just saying my, talk about my struggles. Um, that really um, shows an, an, another sense of like confidence um, with, within, you know, with, within myself to, uh, to do. And also um, I, I don't think I was this vocal back in undergrad. I, I mean, obviously we have, you know, we had, um, oral communication skills in, in like for classes as a requirement, doing speeches mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But that it's not like it's not like this. This is way different. You know, I'm speaking openly, uh, no, um, no script, right? I'm just talking to y'all, and I I think how I developed was is really speaking. Um, I think that's a, a really um, big experience for me after especially after grad uh, undergrad mm -hmm. and and that's what's helped me right now as as a current student <laughs> you know doing doing these projects right now what we're doing doing these um social media posts um zoom zoom calls interviews things like that um that's developed me developing me as a as a student student as a current student uh because also it opens up to um, to the things that that we that I can talk about in you know uh, in the uh, what's called like talk about things that are happening out happening today and not only just as students, um, you know, because there were times where I was just very quiet and just keep things to myself, not talk not talk about like the reality of our world. Also, I think uh, this opens up for us for me to talk about those issues as well. Yeah, that's so true. Like there's the sense of vulnerability in our, in our story shows strength, right? Yeah. And we want others out there who are listening to the, our podcast to start voicing out like, you know, your opinion, because your opinion matters, your experiences matters. And, and, you know, who knows, like you can probably connect with other people in a similar situation. Right. Yeah, yeah, it is, for help and advice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is tough to, to, to voice out like what I'm doing right now, what we're doing right now. But you, you can't. I feel like it's it's a uh, for advice for, for for students who want to do what we're doing. Uh, one of these days is to really find a really awesome group, like how I found y'all. You know, to it's like you guys are pushing me to do this in a, mm -hmm. in a positive manner, right? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So, um, so again, I think a tip for, for a lot of people out there who, who want to do this, I think is to really find another person or, or more who share the same values and who can, um, help you out to, you know, communicate how we're doing. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. And so, um, oh, our last question here is, um, what motivates you to put forth your best effort? What is your motivation? I think what motivates, motivates me now I think the, the mentality is like, all right, this is enough. <laughs> meaning, meaning like, like, Hey, like I've been, been here, been here for a while. Let's, let's be more serious and get things crank cranking. Um, I know this is tough actually, to be honest. Yeah, that's <laughs> cause, cause, cause the reason why I'm saying this, because it relates again to your why, right? Mm-hmm. So, if I, if I was, if I were to think of it that way, you know, about my why, um, why exactly do I believe in physical therapy, like things like that? If I think of it that way, um, the reason being is that why did this profession help me in the first place? And I, I think also as being, you know, um, having the experience when I was a PTA, um, hand-on experience to help help patients to get moving right mm-hmm. um I, I don't know i think i think i think also um it's also me helping my family members uh for example like my brother um so i have a younger brother who uh i feel very passionate of helping him out in terms of like um, being more healthier uh, in physical t- physical activity or um, eating well because uh, right now um, if I can talk about this is that us two we're, 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 we're pretty much in college still he's he's in college right now so um, I, f- I, f- I feel like it's it's quite fun where uh, me and him are uh, working together to finish courses throughout the semester um that motivates me to to really keep up with my with my study habits the way i tell him um and also yeah i think so i think what's motivating me right now is I mean, right now it's just helping my my brother out um because he's a college student so that 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 puts me me more accountable to my own self too That's like, yeah, like, I, I know you, like, before this whole, like, online situation, I remember you and your brother always going to um, East Bay, right, and yeah. studying there. Yeah. Um, but I see that. That's pretty awesome that you get, you and your brother have that relationship that you guys yeah. continue yeah. to develop. Mm-hmm. It's tough. It's tough right now, you know, doing Zoom University. Um, yeah. he, you know, he, he, we all express, like, even I was expressing my difficulties of, like, going through this transition from last spring mm-hmm. um for him it was it was so tough because i think i think for him he really relied on the one-on-one interaction in terms of like 
being physically there. He really loved that. And for him to go through all this, it's, it's a huge change. Mm-hmm. And also I, I, I really love to be more having that one-on-one time, you know, collaborating. I really love that aspect. And so that's been pretty difficult for me to, to uh, figure out ways to, to really stay, stay, uh, stay consistent. So. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, those are like the basically wraps up all of the um, questions that we have here, but I guess just one bonus questions to wrap things up is um, if you were able to talk to your younger self, what advice would you tell yourself? Hmm. Okay. So I think first, first off, um, if I were, man, what, what, if I saw myself, (laughs) this is is a really, a really awesome question. I just, I think, I think the first thing that comes to mind is, um, it's so, it's so cliche, but like just to keep going. I don't know. It's like, just keep going to, uh, just don't give up. Um, but, um, I wish I, I wish I told myself that, um, don't hold things in. I think, I think in my college experience, I was holding things in, in terms of like really being, being more curious of what I need to do after college, you know? Um, ask, ask for help. I think I held a lot of things in where I just went through the motions, you know, mm-hmm. because I think I thought at the time where it's just taking classes right now and that's all I need to pay attention to. Um, I think I would, so again, I would tell myself to, to ask, seek help, seek some, um, I mean, other than your advisor, like a mentor. I wish I had, you know what? That's the thing. I wish I had a, a ment. I don't think I had, yeah, I didn't have a mentor to be honest. The only mentor I had were the small group that I mentioned, the group of people that, who were students with me, um, who were kinesiology students. Those were kind of my mentors. You know, I were, I was able to express how I was feeling. Um, just that. So, so I think, for me is to tell my, my younger self, find a mentor as soon as possible. Excellent. I'm glad like that we created a platform to be able to resonate with others and for other people to be able to be like, oh, I'm going, you know, through the same thing or, you know, just get some type of insight from. And then as well, be able to just express your own like thoughts and feelings and experiences that you've gone through your life with making um with making a podcast like this is something that I, i've never thought i would do <laughs> i'm pretty sure you guys might have felt the same way and yep. i'm glad that you guys are just continuing to immerse yourselves in, ta- in taking imperfect action and just doing your best always doing your best 
I'm glad you got on the hot seat, Warren. Yeah. <laughs> and you survived. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Yeah, it was a bit it was a bit nerve-wracking, but um I think that's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Are we done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess this basically wraps up our um mini series. Um tune in to the next episode. Um me and Breton will be up next. We will share our undergrad experiences as students as well. All right. Bye, guys. See y'all. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode. We hope we brought value and inspired you to keep moving in your own journey. If you have any questions, you can reach out on our social media handles at prepts underscore in motion on Instagram and low GPA pre-doctor of physical therapy Facebook page. The link will also be located in the description for this podcast. If you enjoy our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate you doing that as this will help our podcast reach others. See you in the next episode.